Mark 9. Jesus said to them, Most certainly I tell you, there are some standing here who will not taste death until they see God's kingdom come with power. After six days, Jesus took Peter, James, and John and brought them up a high mountain privately by themselves. And he was changed into another form in front of them. His clothing became glistening, exceedingly white, like snow, like no launderer on earth could whiten them. Elijah and Moses appeared, and they were talking with Jesus. Peter said, Rabbi, it is good for us to be here. Let's make three tents, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. He didn't know what to say because they were very afraid. A cloud came, overshadowing them, and a voice said from out of the cloud, This is my greatly loved son. Listen to him. Suddenly, when they looked around, they saw no one with him anymore, except Jesus only. As they were coming down from the mountain, he commanded them not to tell anyone what they had seen until after the Son of Man had risen from the dead. They kept this saying to themselves, questioning what rising from the dead meant. They asked him, Why do the teachers of the law say that Elijah must come first? He said, Elijah indeed does come first and restores all things. Why is it written about the Son of Man that he should suffer many things and be despised? But I tell you that Elijah has come, and they have done to him whatever they wanted to, just as it is written about him. Coming to the disciples, he saw a great crowd around them, and some teachers of the law were questioning them. Immediately when the crowd saw him, they were amazed and ran to greet him. He asked the teachers of the law, What are you asking them? One from the crowd answered, Teacher, I brought you my son, who has a mute spirit. Whenever it seizes him, it throws him down, and he foams at the mouth, and grinds his teeth, and stiffens. I asked your disciples to cast it out, but they weren't able. Jesus answered him, Unbelieving generation, how long should I be with you? How long should I bear with you? Bring him to me. They brought him to him. And when he saw Jesus, immediately the spirit shook him, and he fell on the ground, wallowing and foaming at the mouth. He asked his father, How long has he been like this? He said, From childhood. Often it has cast him both into the fire and the water to destroy him. But if you can do anything, have compassion on us and help us. Jesus said to him, If you can believe, all things are possible to him who believes. Immediately the father of the child cried out with tears, I believe, help my unbelief. When Jesus saw that a crowd came running together, he rebuked the unclean spirit, saying to him, You mute and deaf spirit, I command you, come out of him and never enter him again. After crying out and shaking him greatly, it came out of him. The boy became like a dead person, so much that most of the people said, He is dead. But Jesus took him by the hand and raised him up, and he got up. When he had come into the house, his disciples asked him privately, Why couldn't we cast it out? He said to them, This kind can only come out by prayer and fasting. They left there and passed through Galilee. Jesus didn't want anyone to know about it, because he was teaching his disciples and said to them, The Son of Man is being handed over to the hands of men, and they will kill him. And when he is killed, on the third day, he will rise again. But they didn't understand the saying, and they were afraid to ask him. He came to Capernaum. When they were in the house, he asked them, What were you arguing about on the way? But they were silent because they had been arguing with one another about who was the greatest. He sat down and called the twelve, and he said to them, If any man wants to be first, he will be last of all and a servant of all. He took a little child and set him in the middle of them. Taking him in his arms, he said to them, Whoever welcomes a little child in my name welcomes me, and whoever welcomes me doesn't welcome me, but him who sent me. John said to him, Teacher, we saw someone who doesn't follow us casting out demons in your name, and we forbid him because he doesn't follow us. 
But Jesus said, Don't forbid him. No one who does a mighty work in my name will soon afterwards speak evil of me. For whoever is not against us is on our side. For whoever will give you a cup of water to drink in my name, because you are Christ's, most certainly I tell you, he will in no way lose his reward. Whoever will cause one of these little ones who believes in me to stumble, it would be better for him if he were thrown into the sea with a large stone around his neck. If your hand causes you to stumble, cut it off. It is better for you to enter into eternal life damaged rather than having your two hands to go to hell into the unquenchable fire, where the worm doesn't die and the fire is not quenched, as it says in Isaiah. If your foot causes you to stumble, cut it off. It is better for you to enter into life lame, rather than having your two feet to be cast into hell, into the fire that will never be quenched, where the worm doesn't die and the fire is not quenched. If your eye causes you to stumble, cast it out. It is better for you to enter into God's kingdom with one eye, rather than having two eyes to be cast into the fire of hell, where the worm doesn't die and the fire is not quenched. For everyone will be salted with fire, and every sacrifice will be seasoned with salt. Salt is good, but if the salt loses its saltiness, with what will you season it? Have salt in yourselves, and be at peace with one another, 